0: Welcome to episode 3 of Tech Brute. I'm your host, Greg Doy. If you love technology like I do, yes, you're in the right place again. Here are some of this week's top tech headline stories Microsoft has issued a critical emergency patch for a flaw in the Windows Print Spooler service. The vulnerability is known as Print Nightmare. When exploited, it allows attackers to install programs, view, change, or delete data, or create new accounts with full user rights, according to Microsoft. The security patch is available for several versions of Windows 10, Windows 8.1, Windows Server 2019, Windows Server 2008. It's also available for Windows 7, which is surprising considering the operating system is out of support. You can get more information about this vulnerability at the following link, msrc.microsoft.com. .com/update-guide Another story from Windows Central, Microsoft's cloud PC could be announced next week at Inspire. Here's what you need to know. Microsoft could announce a new cloud PC service at its Inspire event next week. Cloud PC will allow people to use remote Windows desktops from client devices. Cloud PC will reportedly differ from offerings like Windows Virtual Desktop, which now is known as Azure Virtual Desktop. And in terms of the pricing model, people will be able to pay a flat per-user price for Cloud PC, this according to ZDNet, as opposed to the pricing model of Windows Virtual Desktop, which currently depends on how much a person or organization uses Azure. ZDNet also reports that Cloud PC is already in private testing, at several organizations. Here's a story from our friends at MacRumors.com. HomePod users complain of sudden failures, which could be linked to 14.6 and 15 updates. Original HomePod models appear to be mysteriously failing at an increasing rate, this according to multiple MacRumors readers and complaints on Reddit and Twitter. Many of the HomePods that have suddenly stopped working were running the beta version of HomePod 15 software, but some affected users had HomePods with the 14.6 software installed. There are also many complaints from users who are running the 14.6 update, and unfortunately, Apple support has not been helpful for those who have a HomePod that was purchased more than a year ago. MacRumors reader Jose, who initially contacted them, said that Apple support was unable to offer help because his HomePod was out of warranty, and other HomePod owners have also had the same response. Given the high number of sudden failures linked to 14.6, it's possible there's a hardware or software bug that's causing the problem, and if that's the case, Apple may eventually offer more help to HomePod users. There is no known fix for HomePod users at this time, but avoiding beta software is recommended, and those who are highly concerned about failures may also want to stop using the HomePods in stereo mode for the time being until more information is available, or... A new software update is released to address any possible issues. Another story for Mac Rumors, Apple calls Facebook Commission study on pre-installed app usage seriously flawed. The majority of apps used by iPhone and Android users are made by Apple and Google. This, according to a study commissioned by Facebook, that was shared with The Verge. The first of its kind Comscore study ranks the popularity of pre-installed iOS and Android apps alongside third-party apps indicating that the most popular apps are pre-installed. The results show that iOS stock apps such as Weather, Calculator, and Clock are more popular than YouTube, Facebook, and Amazon. The statistics are similar for Android, where pre-installed Google apps dominate the rankings. According to the findings, 75% of the top 20 apps on iOS in the U.S. were made by Apple, while Google made 60% of the top apps on Android. The top four apps on both platforms were made by their respective parent company. The unique study reveals a number of quirks, including the fact that Apple's calculator app has more users than Gmail on Android. Facebook is the only third-party developer with more than one app on the iOS list of apps and the only developer with three apps on the Android list. A spokesperson for Apple criticized the report's methodology and said that the results contradicted Comscore's recent April 2021 rankings on app usage even if those previous rankings excluded pre-installed apps. Nevertheless, Facebook clearly hopes that the study will point to the power platform owners have over what app users choose to use on their devices. And a note about data privacy here. Colorado became the third state to push through a wide-ranging privacy law focused on data. Colorado has joined California and Virginia in passing a comprehensive data privacy law that forces companies to make wholesale changes to how they handle people's sensitive information online. The Colorado Privacy Act, which was signed into law on July 7th by Governor Jared Polis, gives consumers the right to ask companies not to sell their personal information while also giving them access to any data companies have about them. Consumers can also ask companies to delete their data And the law forces enterprises to ask for consent to hold certain sensitive information, like social security numbers, driver's license numbers, and more. And as far as tech reviews this week, I have a new item that I'm putting into use to give you a full review, and it's the Raspberry Pi 400. This review will follow in the next episode. And here's a brief description of the Raspberry Pi 400, which is a complete personal computer built into a compact keyboard. It features a quad-core 64-bit processor, 4 gigabytes of RAM, wireless networking, dual display output, and 4K video playback, as well as a 40-pin GPIO header. The Raspberry Pi organization says it's the most powerful and easy-to-use Raspberry Pi computer yet. So next week we'll have a full review of the Raspberry Pi 400. Looking forward to it. Looks like a neat little device. Tech tips this week are for those out there using Google Workspace. Here's three of them. Number one, you can add a background image to Google Keep Notes on mobile. You can now customize your Google Keep Notes on Android and iOS by choosing a background from a set of designer-created images. You just simply open a note, select the palette icon, and select a background. This feature is available to all Google Workspace customers and users with personal Google accounts. Number two, allow users to receive shared calendars on mobile. Users can now share their calendar with another user on their mobile device without fear of spam attacks. Once a user shares a calendar with a recipient, the recipient receives an email notification with a link that says, add this calendar. The recipient must explicitly click on the link to add the calendar to their account. And number three, you can indicate whether you'll join a meeting virtually or in person on Google Calendar. To make Google Calendar more flexible in the hybrid workplace, Google is introducing a new RSVP option for calendar invitations. With the update, you can indicate how you plan on joining a meeting, in the meeting room or virtually get more about these tips and others at workspaceupdates.googleblog.com. And that's a wrap for another episode of Tech Brood, episode three. I'm Greg Doig. I hope you enjoyed the show and come back and listen again. Wishing you all a great day.